Hello and welcome to My PGCE, a podcast documenting my journey as a trainee teacher with a special focus on mental health. I am your host, James B. Good morning. It's been two weeks since I last recorded an episode. I didn't record one last week for several reasons. First, there wasn't a great deal to report, so that week I hadn't gone to university on Monday. I had a family commitment to attend, by which I mean it was my mum's birthday and me and my sister took her to the Warner Brothers studio tour making of Harry Potter, which is a trip that's been a long time coming. So my mum was delighted and that was a really good day. But yes, it meant I wasn't in university for the day. And then the school week was only three days long, Tuesday to Thursday, because on Friday we just had a random extra day of holiday. It was called a disaggregated something or other. I'm still not entirely sure what it was, but none of us were complaining. Also, my partner was visiting that weekend, so... I'd anticipated not having as much time to devote to recording an episode as I usually would. But then also, on Thursday, the day before this long weekend, I started to feel very ill. The cold doesn't usually affect me, but just walking from school to my car at the end of the day, got into my car and my teeth were chattering. And by the time I got home, Felt very feverish. On Friday and Saturday, I had quite an upset stomach. I won't regale you with the details. And then it morphed into a horrible head cold. Uh, That was on Sunday. And I only recovered in time to go to school yesterday, Friday. So I missed university on Monday and three days of school. So despite there being two weeks since we last spoke, there isn't a great deal to report on. That said, I will go through the usual process. So I've had four days in school since we last spoke. One this week and three the week before. I'll give an overview of those and we'll take things from there. So on... Tuesday of last week, I taught my year eight class. I taught them how to factorise into single brackets. We'd done expanding single brackets in a previous lesson, and today was reversing the procedure to factorise into single brackets. They were a bit noisy, and not all of them understood what I'd explained, so I had to do a fair amount of moving around the room and re-explaining things to certain individuals, although there weren't enough of them to warrant a full class re-explanation, so that was better than it could have been, I guess. There are some noisy students in this class who I've now threatened to move on a few occasions, but I'm yet to follow through. I do need to do that because I feel I've lost face with these year eights, in that I've threatened several times to move them and just haven't done it. The main reason I haven't done it is because it will involve moving other people 
to accommodate the move and everyone else seems to be fine. I don't want to have to punish them for the naughty behaviour of a minority. But I need to do something. I'm just yet to figure out exactly what. And then right towards the end of this year eight lesson, I have three kids sat near the front, all with special educational needs of different varieties. And they seem to the three of them just seem to get themselves in a royal rumble in the last few minutes of the of the lesson. Two lads who I believe both have varying levels of attention deficit disorders just started to wind up the lad behind them who's on the autistic spectrum and he got very agitated, bless him. And he spoke to me and my mentor about it afterwards. Just in time for me to collar the two lads who'd been winding him up. And I had a chat with them and tried to explain to them a little bit about the other lad's condition. Uh, so that they could understand that we have to work together to create conditions in which that lad can learn. And they seemed to, they nodded along, seemed to understand. So I sent them on their way, yet on the way out, one of them just threw a pen across the classroom, which wasn't uh, ideal. So we went from having a grown-up conversation to my mentor then calling them back a second time or calling back the lad who'd thrown the pen a second time and just bollocking him, basically. That's all there is to report for that Tuesday. I was due to teach my year sevens as well, but they had a character and culture lesson. So every other Tuesday, students have character and culture. All students have character and culture. It takes up one period. They talk about something or other to do with character or culture, presumably. I think for the Year 7s that day, it was online safety. But yes, and, and this character and culture period, I think always takes up a maths lesson. And I always forget about it, so it always throws out my planning. But anyway, so that day I taught only one lesson. But it wasn't too bad. On the Wednesday, I just observed two lessons. A Year 11 lesson where the teacher was going over some common wrong answers from the mock exam they'd recently taken, and then a year nine class at the end of the day. After school on Wednesday, I had my mentor meeting. Normally have them on Friday, but like I said, Friday was a holiday, an unexpected holiday. So we held it on Wednesday evening instead. Just went through the usual stuff looked at my targets from last time, spoke about how I've met them, I've done my best to meet them, formulated some targets for next time, and then went over the topics that I should be teaching the following week. And the following week, I was due to pick up the year nine classes too. So I'm currently teaching year seven and eight. And the following week, I was meant to be picking up the year nines, but I was ill, unfortunately. So I'll be picking them up next week instead. On Thursday, I observed a computer science lesson, first thing, and then taught two lessons back to back. First, year sevens. Like the year eights on Tuesday, I taught them factorizing single brackets. And then 
the year eights afterwards, I taught factorising quadratics. So basically factorising into double brackets. It's just a bit more complicated than, um, than the previous lesson. Both lessons went well. After the year seven lesson, the head of department advised that my starter questions are much quicker. He doesn't like the length of my starter exercises. But I explained to him today, which I should have explained ages ago, to be honest, that my mentor, who's a different member of staff, likes really long starter exercises that include as many as 10 questions. The head of department, he just has one or two questions. And so I've compromised at six. Sometimes they do still seem to drag on. So I've been advised to stick with the six questions as a compromise, but try and have more rapid fire questions rather than questions that involve lots of discussion. Because I do see what it means. It can kind of kill the momentum at the start of a lesson. So that was an issue with the start of the lesson. And I also observed that I need to allow more time at the end of lessons for going over answers, gluing in sheets, going through homework assignments and other admin activities. And the year eight lesson was fine too. One of the special educational needs lads at the front of the classroom was absent that lesson. So there wasn't a risk of a repeat Royal Rumble between the three of them. And I believe that they've since been separated. The lad who's on the autistic spectrum has been moved elsewhere, away from the other two. So hopefully that will be a, a sustainable solution to the problem. And that was the end of that week. Like I said, I started to feel ill on Thursday and then spent much of the following six days feeling very ill and doing very little. So there's nothing really to report from that time. Mm, I tell a lie. So when I was ill over that weekend, I still had a job application to do. The deadline was on Monday and I needed to fill in the form, which required a full chronological history, which took ages. But now that I've done it once, hopefully it will never be as arduous again. And I also had to write a cover letter, which again took a while, but but I knew exactly what they wanted. They wanted a letter describing how I met the person specification, and the person specification was very detailed, so I knew what I needed to include. But still, it took some time, and I felt very unwell, so it took even more time. But still, I got that submitted, and I heard on Thursday evening back from them, and I've been invited to interview. That will be on Tuesday coming. So yes, other than making a job application and hearing back from them, very little else happened during my six days of illness. I recovered in time to go back to school this week for only one day, just Friday, yesterday. And yesterday I observed one lesson, a year 10 class. I taught a year seven class. Factorising quadratics was the topic. They'd done factorising quadratics in my absence earlier in the week with their usual teacher, the head of department. 
but he recommended to give them some more practice. So that's what we did. They were quite naughty in this lesson, my year sevens, which was unusual because they're normally good as gold. But yeah, there was just low level tittering and noise and murmuring. And one lad just kept making squeaking noises. He potentially has Tourette's, so it's potentially a result of a condition. But it's nonetheless disruptive, especially when all the other students start giggling. And it's a difficult situation to be in. So I asked him to stop. In a non-confrontational way, I just tried to draw attention to the fact that he was making this noise and just asked him to try to stop, and he agreed to, with varying degrees of success. But anyway, on the whole, the lesson wasn't, still wasn't too bad. These year sevens were really nice. After that, I had another mentor meeting where we, again, did the usual. Spoke about last week's targets, although I haven't really had... Oh no, so this time, because I've had, had the week off, we just decided to carry over last week's targets into next week's. And then we also spoke about my interview, my upcoming interview for this job on Tuesday. So part of this interview will involve delivering a lesson to a year nine class on the topic of compound interest. And so my mentor spoke to me about how he would deliver such a lesson. And that was very valuable to hear. And then normally it's staff football after school on Friday, but we didn't have the numbers. So I ended up going to the gym instead with a computer science teacher and his son which was good fun. So that was the overview. There isn't really anything I want to zoom in on this week or these two weeks. Like I said, I've only had four days in school in total in two weeks and no days in university. So there's nothing I really want to zoom in on. I mean, we had a little zoom, didn't we, on some events during the overview itself. So I'm not going to do any big zooms today. But I will talk briefly about my mental health, just very briefly. And I want to talk about the connection between mental and physical health. So, as I said, last Thursday was when I started to feel ill. But it wasn't until the evening that I realised I was physically unwell. When I started to feel very cold, inexplicably cold. I, I knew something was up. But before then, earlier in the day, it was just my anxiety. My anxiety was very high and I just didn't know why. When I was observing a computer science lesson in the morning, all of my early warning systems were firing. So when my anxiety starts to creep too high, I get, funnily enough, pins and needles in my nose. So I've researched this and high anxiety levels can affect your hormones in such a way that you get pins and needles in your extremities, including your nose. So that's one red flag that I know my anxiety levels are high. And yeah, I just felt kind of like I had a bit of a pressure in my head. And I was trying to think like, what's brought this on? I haven't strayed from my usual routines. Why am I feeling so anxious? Anxious to the point of like thinking I had to like sit down. And I had two lessons to teach back to back after that observation. 
which I did power through. It was fine. But after those, yeah, I just felt wiped out. And it was only later when I realized that, oh, okay, you've, you've picked up some sort of bug here. Now you're feverish. So when it became obvious that I was physically ill, uh, it was only then that I made the connection with my earlier poor mental health. So even though I was yet to realize it, my body was clearly already out of equilibrium and my anxiety was spiking as a result. I say my anxiety, I'd imagine it was my cortisol levels, so my stress levels, and anxiety tends to co-vary with stress levels. So I was there thinking, why on earth am I so anxious? What's happened here? What have I done wrong recently that's led me to be so anxious? And in fact, it was nothing. It was just a preemptive reaction to stress caused by an oncoming illness. But I thought that was interesting and worth mentioning briefly because I think it just highlights the connection between mental and physical health. I mean, I think it would be far more productive, really, just to talk of health. I forget about the separation between mental and physical health because I don't think there is any meaningful separation. They're so inextricably intertwined. So yes, what's the moral of this very brief story? Whenever you feel like you're mentally run down, if you feel like your mental health is suffering for whatever reason, it can be good to perhaps do mindfulness exercises or meditating or reflective writing or CBT, but don't neglect your physical health. I think it can be equally as powerful, equally as restorative to your mind to ensure that you're looking after your body, make sure you've been eating well, getting lots of sleep. That's a huge one for me. My mental health is so dependent on how much sleep I've gotten. So yes, eat well, get lots of sleep, stay hydrated, try to exercise a few times a week and see what difference it makes. Okay, so that's it for a very short episode this week. Less of an episode and more of a just checking in, really, and updating. So I'm still here, despite not having done very much for the past couple of weeks. I may not do an episode next week because I'm going to visit my partner up north. So I'll say now, in fact, I won't do an episode next week, but I'll do potentially like a double bumper episode the following week i'll see you then if you like the episode please spread the word in person and on social media you can follow the podcast on twitter at my pgce pod or email my pod at gmail.com please subscribe rate and review in your directory of choice please also consider becoming a patron at patreon.com forward slash my pgce pod and helping fund both the podcast and my PGCE course. Thank you, and talk again soon.